you want to just kind of look back over the year and go, huh, what are the things that I learned? What are the things that I can gain some information about myself or my business or my family? Again, in all of those domains. Welcome to The Clinical Entrepreneur, a business podcast that's dedicated to healthcare practitioners just like you who are hustling every day to build a business and a life you're proud of. Join me, Rhonda Nelson, as I share my own experiences and extract actionable advice from industry experts about what it takes to build and scale a profitable wellness practice. Well, hey, friends. Welcome to the Clinical Entrepreneur Podcast. Ooh, you know, we can't wrap up a year without having a conversation about what was excellent during that year. And also, like, I like to think about not failures, not missed appointments with destiny or missed opportunities. I just look at them as opportunities for growth. When I learned something important or I didn't maybe get where I wanted to go, let's say I set a goal or an objective and I didn't quite get there. I always go, eh, that's all right. I now know something about either not making it or some other piece that I needed to have in place, et cetera. So I always do these every year. Like I always will do some kind of a wrap up. So in the past, if you want to go back and listen to past podcasts, you'll hear about my kind of end of year, how I close my year. And I do it the same way every single year I have for 20 years, more than that. And I will just give them to you briefly here. And then I want to tell you my three big takeaways this year. A little vulnerable, I would say. Like, I'm just, you know me, I'm like, going to be honest with you. So here are the three things, though, that I do to close up my year. Number one, I always, always write a list of my top 100 tolerations. And if you've heard me talk about this before, it's not easy. The first 30 to 50 are pretty easy. And a toleration is something that I've been tolerating. Like for right now, I was living on a boat for about two years. And so when we sold the boat, we basically had a boat full of food and clothes and all the things. We sold the boat and all of that came back to my house in Las Vegas. I now have kind of two of everything. I have, you know, like canned beans or I have dried beans or I have spices and it's all like in boxes. That's a toleration for me. The toleration is that I'm not making it a priority to get that taken care of. And so the box just sits over in a corner and I look at it. And every time I look at it, I think, oh, I need to do something about that. The toleration, a button in a jacket, something that needs to go to the dry cleaners, a paint chip on the wall that just drives you crazy every time you see it. Those are all tolerations. So I make a list of a hundred. They can be across anything, health, home, relationships, finance, any area of your life. That's the first thing I do. And the second thing that I always do is I always do a recap of the year and I write down what I killed it at, like 50 things that I was just ridiculously amazing. I nailed it. And again, that could be in any area of your life. So it could be in finance, relationships, personal, marriage, kids, whatever, business, whatever it is. 50 things I nailed it at. And then I like to make a list of 25 things that I learned. Now, again, these are not failures. This is not, oh, Rhonda, you didn't do it again this year. I wanted to like, you know, climb a mountain or climb whatever. It's okay. If I didn't do it, I didn't do it. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just, I like to write it down and kind of think about like, what are the 25 things that I learned something about? Like I learned that maybe mountain climbing isn't my jam, but I did find out that I like pickleball until I messed up my rotator cuff. 
So now I'm letting that, you see, now I learned something. It's not that pickleball was a bad thing. It's that I'm a little too competitive, I think. So I learned something like, oh, maybe you ought to not try and kill the thing. Maybe you better just like go at it a little gently and have fun when you play rather than being so competitive. So that's what I'm talking about. You want to just kind of look back over the year and go, huh, what are the things that I learned? What are the things that I can gain some information about myself or my business or my family? Again, in all of those domains. So now what I want to do is talk to you about my three kind of big takeaways for the year. You can go back and listen to other podcasts if you want the exact how-to on all that. So my three big takeaways this year, these are things that I've actually really leaned into this year, and it has made a huge difference. I do think it's made a bigger difference than I would have expected. My number one thing that I have done, that I am so thankful that I have done and been consistent at all year, and that is being accountable to someone for my business and for me, myself, and how I, as a leader and a business owner, interact in my business. And whether that's with my staff, who are amazing, by the way, or whether it's like managing my time, managing money, managing my resources, looking at my business through a different lens, getting clear and finding out who I am, more time spent on who I am. So I've had a business slash personal coach for the entirety of this year, and I cannot tell you the impact that it has made. Having someone to hold me accountable, show me what I need to know, has made a huge difference. She's been there. She's done that. She's worked with CEOs. She's done all the things. And now she gets to share her experience with me so that I can grow and learn. It's so easy, you know, to get on an island. And we get busy, we see patients, we're doing all the busy things, managing home and work and all the things. And we get so busy, sometimes we go, oh, I just don't have time for that. Well, let me tell you something. If you broke your leg and you were down in a cast, couldn't walk, you'd probably find time to do things. We make time for the things that are important to us. You know that, right? It's like people that spend money on their pets. I always joke about putting braces on your dog. You know, if you have a patient that comes in and they're like, well, I can't afford it, but you happen to know that they just spent $20,000 to have their dogs like teeth fixed or something like that. That's not wrong. It's just their priority. That's all. So I had not made it as much of a priority. And this year I decided to make it a huge priority. And the other part of that, that has really delivered an incredible amount of benefit. And some of you are going to roll your eyes like Rhonda. What? You weren't doing this? No, I wasn't. And that was journaling. I'm not a journaler. I can write well, but I think my go button is always on so high that to stop and have to write something out is like, oh man, I can't go fast. I have to stop. I want to go fast. I'm a fast goer. But having the discipline and accountability, this goes back to my accountability coach, Having that accountability where she's asking me and she's going to make me read what I wrote. So I have to. It has slowed me down significantly this year. And I think that has been one of the biggest gifts is that I've been able to really slow down and I'm getting more done and I'm going slower. Crazy, right? I think I knew this in the back of my mind, but I just didn't want to give up 
probably the adrenaline, the rush, the hit of like going fast and going hard. People always ask me, how do you get so much done? I don't know. It's just how I'm wired. Like I'm just wired. My number one strength on the Strengths Finders test, which I highly recommend if you've never done it, is achiever. I am just a natural born, I just achieve things. It's just how I'm wired. And you may not be wired that way. It's okay. It doesn't mean anything wrong with you. Just means that that's how I'm wired. So my achiever part of who I am would get out in front and go, 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 without stopping to get clear about what I as a human need and what really is required in the situation. It's kind of like, you know, being situationally aware, being business aware. That's probably a better way to say it. Personally aware and business aware so that I'm not doing the go, 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 go all the time. I have someone that's holding me accountable and I have someone who's really helping me look at how do I invest my time? How do I spend my money? How do I treat the people in my life? Are there places where that's all been out of balance? It's been just, I cannot even tell you. It has made a dramatic impact. It's just been like unbelievable. And the act of journaling, I swear to you, there are some things that come out as I'm journaling and I think, where did that come from? Because it catches me so off guard. I think, wow, I really thought that or that was really floating around in my brain. Yeah. And now it's out and I can look at it and go, oh, is that how I really think about that situation? Interesting. Well, I'm going to have to like dig a little bit on that. So I think this year I've become more self-aware, business aware, and probably a little bit more, I don't want to say introspective because I am by nature that way, but I guess probably just more aware, more aware is a good way to say it. That's number one. That was a long number one, wasn't it? Number two, because I'm an achiever and because I'm an entrepreneur at heart and a business owner, and I think you'll probably relate to this, is that we're never short of good ideas, right? Never. There's always some idea about something that we want. Oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to specialize in this. Oh, I want to whatever. You know what my last like idea was? This is just within the last few days. This is how it goes. I was sitting on the couch and I was thinking, I think I want to open like a wellness spa. Yeah, this is my thought. And I'm entertaining it in its fullest in my mind. I would have this. I would have this device. I want to have a sound healing room. I want to have a salt room. I want to have some sound and light therapy. I want to do tuning forks and lights. I want to have a lasers and red light lasers, like the Saluma and some like red light mats. I want to have the ergonomic anti-gravity chairs. And I am just rolling like through this with my mind. And as I'm sitting on the couch, just enjoying the moment, thinking, oh, I would love that. And I'm thinking, okay, where around here could I find a space? It would need to be a retail space. We need some high traffic. What could I name it? I'm not kidding you. I'm like down the rabbit hole. I need to do that. Like I need to like poke myself in the eyes. Are you kidding me? So my point is that we always have these great ideas. And it's not that it's a bad idea at all. It might be a great idea. But is it the right idea for now? Because whatever I say yes to, I'm by default saying no to something else. If I say yes to working late, I'm saying no to spending time with my husband. If you say yes to working late, you're saying no to spending time at home with your kids or doing a sports thing. When you say yes to something, you have to count the no. And so that has been very real for me this year is getting very clear about what I want to do. 
What am I the most passionate about? And so I have lots of like courses and things and, you know, online seminars and this thing and that thing. And I love all of them. None of them are bad. But I had to get really clear about what it is that I want to do. What makes me the most happy? What makes my squirrel brain happy is when I can think about, oh, let's open a new spa or I'm going to go get certified in this thing or that thing. My new love right now is sound healing. And I have someone who's very, very good at it. And she's like, I will mentor you. Here's the price. I will mentor you. And I mean, I am inches close to saying yes. And I probably will say yes at some point, but I had to say, is now the time? Or is later the time? Because if I say yes to that now, what am I saying no to? And so by being very clear about what my yeses are, and right now I only have two yeses. That's it in my business. Two yeses. One is Clinical Academy. One is Clinical Business Academy. That's it. That's it. If you'd asked me this question last year, I would have said, I'm going to open a wellness spa and I'm going to be a sound therapy person and I'm going to do a course on this and a da, 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 da. Doesn't mean that I still don't have all those things, but my laser focus, I decided to be good at the thing. You know, I always talk to you about like, you have to have a niche. I'm clear about my niche. You are my niche or you wouldn't be listening. My niche are wellness practitioners who love using food, whole food, food, nutrient, herb-based products, and no synthetics. Those are my people. Sometimes we have to add a synthetic in there now and again. But in general, we are very committed to using foods and herbs to heal the body, right? You are my people. We're all in this together. And I had to get like really clear and comfortable saying that and knowing that Clinical Academy and Clinical Business Academy are the two things that I know that are going to serve you the best. And I love them. It makes me happy because I can help you get better, faster results and make more money. That makes me just so happy. So I had to say no to some other things like the wellness center, but I had to say no in order to let my yes be my yes. Does that make sense? And then lastly, the third thing that I realized is that, and it kind of goes with part number one, and that is that I really needed to slow down and make sure that I scheduled time to work on my business. I know. I tell people to do that all the time. And I was doing it, but I wasn't doing it commensurate to the outcome that I wanted. So let's say that I want healthy teeth, but I only want to spend 30 seconds brushing my teeth and I'm not flossing. I'm doing the thing right? I'm brushing my teeth. No problem. No one can disagree. I got a toothbrush. I have toothpaste. I'm good. I'm brushing my teeth. But am I spending enough time doing the thing to get the outcome that I want? 30 seconds, not going to do the trick. I'm going to end up with not so healthy mouth. Same in my business. And it's probably the same in yours too. I wasn't spending enough time. I was keeping busy. My achiever self with all the squirrel brain, you know, wellness spa and sound therapy, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff starts to chatter in the back of my mind. And I have to just keep pushing it away and saying, no, I'm clear about two things. I'm clear about the two ways that I serve my people, Clinical Academy, Clinical Business Academy. Therefore, 
Anything that doesn't fit into that is a no, at least for right now. Then once I know that, my third thing is, I said, okay, how am I going to make sure that those two things serve in the highest and best way possible? And I know that it's going to give great results. How do I set up my schedule so that I have time, not 30 seconds, but maybe two hours where I'm working on just that? I shut my computer, Outlook, my mail is down, notifications are off. I tell my team I'm not available. That's it. And I'm quiet and I go down and I am working. I even found, and I'll link it here in the show notes for this. Someone gave it to me. I found the most amazing YouTube video that is a binaural beat. See, listen to my sound thing coming in. And as a musician, like I get it, but this one was so great and it improves focus and concentration. And since I have been using this, I can go deep on a project fast, which means my achiever self is happy because I can get more done. And so I'll put that link in the notes. It's just a YouTube video sound. So I'll put that in the show notes. But that has brought me an incredible amount of success and movement towards the goal that I want. Because now I'm not saying, oh, I want to really provide great clinical information for practitioners inside Clinical Academy. Now, when I sit down and say, I'm going to create a brand new lesson, like at the time of this recording, I just released a huge new module training on the kidneys and the renal system which I had never done before. So it took me a lot of time to put that together. But I didn't just go, you know, halfway. Of course, I put my music on, I got my headphones on, and I am reading and studying and researching and writing and putting it together and creating the PowerPoint and doing the whole thing. But it's because I set the time aside and made it a priority. So for the person who wants to put braces on their dog, that's their priority. This became my priority because I was able to push out everything else and say no to the other things and say yes to what I really want to do, what makes me so happy and where I can make the biggest impact. And then I kind of put my money where my mouth is and I set time on my schedule to be able to work on those things. So those are the three things for me. One, I have somebody and I'm working with someone who is helping me with my business. So I would say for you, find that person. Find someone. Find a community where you can get your own mindset right and start moving yourself and your business forward so that you can be the most successful person that you can be for the patients and the people that you serve. Number two, get clear about who you serve and what you want to do. If you're someone who says, I want to serve everyone, You've heard it before and it's really true. You serve no one. You are just a little squeaking sound in the middle of a big city full of traffic. No one's going to hear you. But when your billboard says, you know, I sell lemonade for this particular person, all of a sudden those people are like, ooh, I want that lemonade. So decide what you want to do. What do you want to be known for? Who do you want to serve? And then lastly, when you decide that, then you have to set time aside to work on your business because the business is how you provide that service, right? It's how you serve those people. So you have to set that time aside so that you now say, I've got two hours set aside and I'm going to work on creating a free offer or I'm going to work on my marketing or I'm going to work on creating a package or whatever it is, whatever works. 
But that's the thing. You have to get clear first before you can start working on the things that are going to help you deliver that service and do it with integrity and authenticity and make sure that it's really giving the impact and bringing about the transformation in your people's lives, in your patients' lives. So there you go. That's my like honest, I don't know, feedback, reflection of, and, you know, contemplation at the end of 2023. So if you go back, you'll hear me say something different at the end of 2022 and 2021. Like I've been doing this podcast for a long time. And I can tell you, it's just funny. I even go back and listen to some of those older episodes and I can hear in my voice, I can feel how I've changed. And every year you're changing the same way. So this year, take a minute to think back about, you know, write your hundred tolerations for sure. What are the 50 things that you just killed it at? What are 25 things that you say, hmm, maybe I said yes and I should have said no. Or maybe it was a yes and it should have been a yes because you needed to say no to something else. I don't know. But think back about your year and then decide what do you want to have different next year? How do you want to do it next year? Do you want to get someone to help you accountable? Do you need help growing your business? Obviously, I would love to help you. That's what we do in Clinical Business Academy. Do you need clinical help? I can help you there. But those are my two things. That's what I do. If you need help other than that, then there's going to be people that are going to specialize in that and you want to go find those people. But I'm here to be as authentically me as I possibly can. And my authentic self wakes up every morning thinking about how I can help you because I am you. I am a practitioner. I've been where you are. I get it. I get how hard it is. I know. And I want to help you. And so that's what lights me up. So when I say yes to that, I'm saying yes to you. I'm saying yes to your patients. And I can't tell you the amount of freedom and liberty and life that that gives to me. We all need to be in that place where we feel life and excitement about what we're doing, not and if that's what you're feeling, then I would really encourage you to start journaling. Like, write, start writing. Why are you feeling what you're doing? What are you feeling? What's happening in your business? Where are you stuck? What are the things that you're believing that may not be true? Get somebody to help you. I'm telling you, it will pay off in spades. So there you go. Happy 2023. I hope you have an amazing wrap to your year Enjoy the new year and I will talk to you very soon with so much gratitude. I have. Thank you so much for listening, for being part of my community. I would not be who I am if it wasn't for all of you. So thank you so much with great gratitude. Happy 2023. And here's to an amazingly prosperous and wonderful 2024.